Welcome back to Seeing the Forest for the Trees. At the beginning of our last episode, I took you on a virtual stroll. For the start of this episode, I'd like you to continue this walk with me. So feel free to close your eyes and take your mind on a walk through a forest. As you find yourself beneath towering pine and spruce trees, you take a few more steps forward, enjoying the crisp and clean air, noticing a chorus of birds while the occasional scurrying of a woodland critter reaches your ears. As you continue your stroll, following the sound of a woodpecker, you come across a spruce tree with its bark falling off. Its bark is withered and rough, a testament to the passage of time. Yet, upon closer inspection, you notice that there are small patches of sawdust spread on the ground around the tree, bits and pieces caught in spiderwebs and leaves. It's the handiwork of bark beetles. As you look around, you now notice that there are even more trees that look quite unwell. Sun-bleached white skeletons of what once used to be lush green spruce trees are all over the surrounding area, enabling you to see the blue sky where normally lush green treetops would cover your view. This is sadly an image that has been more common. In recent years, these bark beetles, a type of insect which causes tree death, have grown in population and have caused large-scale damage within European forests. That is why today, together with our guest Illa Kingla, we want to discuss how to sustainably manage bark beetle outbreaks in Estonia. But first, let's introduce Illa properly. I am a harvesting or forest manager in a State Forest Management Center in Estonia. And uh, I have studied uh, forestry in Estonian University of Life Science and I have a master degree in forest management. I have done this uh, work now 13 years. And before I became a harvesting manager, I worked as a forester and this has given me a very broad uh, overview of the forest management practices. As forest manager responsible for harvesting, Illa is responsible for overseeing the harvesting activities within state-owned forests in Estonia. She is taking care of the production of wood, which can then, for example, be used in our homes for furniture or building houses in a climate-friendly way from European sources. While you might associate forests with lush green trees, you might have recently seen pictures of forests where a big area of trees has died due to pests and diseases. Entire stretches of land with the same tree species called monoculture forests have fallen victim to bark beetles. Typically, the insects bore into the bark of trees to lay their eggs in the inner bark layer. After hatching, beetle larvae feed on the inner bark, weakening the infected trees by disrupting the flow of water and nutrients within these trees. This also makes infested trees more prone to fungi, which can further damage the tree's vascular system. Bark beetles have existed in European forests for a long time. But populations are growing larger and more and more forested areas are being destroyed due to infestations by these beetles. You might already have an idea of what could be causing this. The culprit is climate change affecting spruce trees, particularly in monocultures. 
First and foremost, growing drought periods weaken the tree's natural abilities to deal with bark beetle infestations. It plays a very big role. The weather is becoming more windy, uh, the winter is more warmer, and also uh, the summer are warmer, and uh, the weather doesn't destroy the bark beetles anymore and gives them opportunity to grow <laughs> their populations really fast. In fact, bark beetles die off more quickly in cold temperatures, which helps to keep their population at manageable levels. With warmer spring and summer seasons, beetles can grow not only one, but up to two generations each year in Estonia, even reaching up to four or more generations in other countries. This growing population consequently infests more trees. The impact of rising temperatures due to climatic changes are also noticeable in Estonia, where Illa grapples with them in her daily work. In uh, southern Estonia, is the problem bigger? Because usually we have uh, moist site types, but drought conditions are increasing and uh, it uh, gives bark beetles like very good opportunity to increase their population. While trees in southern Estonia have been used to a moist soil, they now have to adapt to these rapidly changing environmental conditions. In addition, rising temperatures, altered soil moisture levels and storms weaken the tree's natural strength, leading to a reduced forest resilience. By the way, the term resilience is crucial here, as it holds significant importance in forest science. Resilience and resistance are two distinct concepts. Traditional management practices focusing on resistance try to reduce or prevent damage to forest ecosystems through measures that increase stability. Forest resilience, on the other hand, is the capacity of forests and society as one social-ecological system to absorb change and disturbances and still maintain their structure and functions. Since some forests might have a reduced resilience due to climate change and specific management practices in the past, it is now crucial to minimize the extent of the bark beetle infestation, which is a race against time. We try to take the timber out from the forest, which already have been damaged, and that also helps remove the insect eggs. As Illa explains, in Estonia, once trees are infested, they should be promptly removed from the area because the bark beetles lay their eggs and nest within them. If these trees aren't removed in time, the beetle population can grow significantly in the infested area and potentially spread towards previously unaffected areas. Illa highlights that in Estonia, every effort is made to prevent this proliferation. However, there are also a few limitations that make swift action challenging. The one really important thing is to cut and get the wood out of the forest at the right time. And usually in Estonia we have a, a nesting piece and we don't want to disturb the birds, but we also have to take care of the forest and that's a little bit difficult. As timing is one crucial factor for effective bark beetle management, it can be quite challenging to balance the needs of forest health and animal protection or environmental considerations, such as protecting nesting birds. 
We already discussed in our second episode how it's not always easy to reconcile the diverse interests and needs of forests and their stakeholders. If you'd like to learn more about this, we recommend listening to episode two. However, in Estonia, there is another issue that contributes to the spread of bark beetles. In Estonia, we have these really strictly protected natural areas and the bark beetle can live there and do the damage there. And we can see we have really bad examples. The bark beetle has destroyed these national protected areas. Where management interventions are not permitted, the damage caused by climate change effects may be leading to a different type of ecosystem. While strictly protected nature reserves are an important and significant aspect when it comes to preserving a specific habitat in distinct areas, for example, their recovery from a bark beetle outbreak can be quite complex without any sort of management, since the habitat type might change after an extensive outbreak. Also, if there is a bark beetle infestation in strictly protected nature reserves, the infestation can spread onto managed forests, which is why Illa and her colleagues employ different sustainable forest management methods to address bark beetle infestations as effectively as possible. Extensive data collection on potentially affected areas is a crucial component of their strategy to strengthen suitable, sustainable forest management. Also in Estonia, we monitor the Barbie that we have monitoring areas where we collect the information. We have pheromone traps in areas where there are Barbie outbreaks, and then we monitor these traps once a week and collect uh, bark beetles from there. And then we can see when the bark beetles are flying more and when their population is increasing. And then uh, when we do the cuttings in that area, we can bring the bark beetle out of the forest with the wood. We'll explain how Illa and her team implement measures of sustainable forest management, all while having to do clear cuttings in just a few moments. But to avoid having to cut down entire sections of forest in the first place, Illa and her team have adopted innovative techniques to support their fieldwork. What we are using is remote sensing. This is a pretty new thing in Estonia. So we have satellite data from two images from two years. And then we are comparing these two images between each other. And then we find out the places we have to do the field work in the forest and examine the areas. Then we go to the forest and then we can discover the bark beetles damaged areas sooner. The deployment of remote sensing technology jointly with fieldwork aids in early detection and targeted response to bark beetle outbreaks. Following sustainable forest management principles and promoting tree diversity and conversion of monoculture to more mixed forests It's a step forward in preventing bark beetle attacks in the longer term, requiring resources and efforts. Furthermore, Estonia even developed an app that allows reporting of bark beetle infestations. In State Forest, we use different kind of apps. We have one app when we go to the forest and we see a bark beetle outbreak somewhere, we mark it on the app. The app-generated data is available for the public and can also help private forest owners, who are not able to collect this information as regularly, with the monitoring of their forests. It also enables Illa and her team to investigate and assess affected areas more efficiently, 
gives them the opportunity to act more quickly and also provides a better overview on infected areas. This is crucial since some forests in Estonia are particularly susceptible to the spread of bark beetles due to being predominantly composed of monocultures of spruce trees. I think the most important thing is to grow uh, mixed forests. It's more resistant to any damages. By the way, the importance of species diversity enhanced by sustainable forest management plays a significant role in having more resilient forests, reducing the vulnerability to bark beetles infestation. The connection between sustainable forest management and biodiversity conservation will be explored in our upcoming episode. However, the implementation of sustainable forest management and forest adaptation is an ongoing process. In Estonia, Illa and her team leave some habitat trees for biodiversity conservation in the areas affected by bark beetles. These biodiversity trees support the soil health and provide habitat for birds, insects and plants. Illa and her team also aim to increase sustainable forest management efforts and in result make Estonian forests more resilient by planting mixed forests and supporting the development of mixed forests in all of the coming harvesting activities. As you might have guessed by now, the battle against bark beetles involves finding the most suitable methods and balances among different needs. But to find out how forests can become more resilient and better equipped to withstand both bark beetle infestations and the impacts of climate change, thorough research is required. Research projects seek to identify sustainable management strategies that promote the long-term health and adaptability of forests. We have like these tested areas at the forest where we do nothing, when we do spring cutting, when we do winter cutting and clear cutting, and then we compare these areas and we can see what kind of forest management is the best way to avoid bark beetle outbreaks. Since bark beetles have different levels of activity throughout the year, it can play a role if infested trees are being cut during the winter, disrupting the beetles' life cycles and skimming their population, or the summer, preventing their spreading. Through these tests in state-owned forests, Illa and her team strive to determine how they can most effectively combat the bark beetles. By comparing these different sustainable forest management approaches and monitoring the conditions to diversify the forest composition, they can identify practices that help manage bark beetle outbreaks and improve overall forest resilience. However, it's a race against time as the impact of climate change continues to intensify. This makes it even more crucial for knowledge and expertise to be exchanged across Europe, as only through such collaboration can everyone collectively address the consequences of climate change and prevent further bark beetle damages and other pests and diseases. Also in terms of transnational sustainable forest management. This is the core activity of the pan-European Forest Risk Facility of Forest Europe, called FORRISC which is right now in the pilot phase and to be established next year. Scientific research forms the foundation for informed decision-making, 
ensuring that the actions taken are based on a solid understanding of the challenges at hand. I think we should work with other countries, use their practices and experience and knowledges and share this also internationally. By working collaboratively with signatory and observer countries and sharing best practices and experiences, it's possible to enhance the effectiveness of forest management strategies and combat the threats being posed by bark beetles and climate change more efficiently. Forest Europe produces policy briefs, for example, on managing bark beetle outbreaks. Further on, Forest Europe also aims to facilitate dialogues and foster partnerships on various levels, demonstrating the importance of collective action. Promoting sustainable forest management practices ensures the longevity of forests and safeguards them against the escalating challenges presented by climate change disturbances. If you want to find out more about the work of Forest Europe, head on over to foresteurope.org. <laughs>